This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or Superman each week to give you behind-the-scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. Welcome to the first podcast episode of Housewives Nightcap. Emily, I can't believe it. The time has finally come. We are so excited. For those of you that have been with us since the beginning, this was a digital series. Housewives Nightcap was on digital. Lauren and I started three years ago, and you guys made this happen for us. It was like the little engine that could, and slowly, slowly, clicks, 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 and here we are finally launching a podcast. We're finally here, but I will say we did have many iconic moments along the way, including our first episode. So that featured Jen Shaw and Emily. Remember, we were going into that interview really preparing. It was our first episode ever. And we honestly just really wanted to know where she got all her money from because it just wasn't adding up. So we asked. We asked. We went for it. Little did we know that our very first episode of this show three years ago would become our most viral. We were everywhere after that interview. We got on Wendy Williams, which was insane. And the New York Times picked us up. Like, what? But here's the thing. We wanted to know what she did. And at the time, she told us she was the Wizard of Oz, the woman behind the black curtain. I vaguely remember us ending that interview and having a conversation saying, wait, so what does she do? Yeah, we were very confused. And flash forward to a couple years later, and she's in prison with Elizabeth Holmes. So I think we were on there from the beginning. We just didn't realize how bad it actually was. Who Who knew? knew? We've had basically every housewife already on this show, but we're really looking forward to taking it to new levels. We want to go deeper with them. We want to really take the time to, you know, we're always kind of on a time crunch. And on this platform, we can really have fun and do, you know, get, get out everything we want with the ladies. So let's take a moment to tell everybody what we do here at the show, because I'm not sure everyone knows that we don't just have this show. We're kind of, we're very multifaceted, multidimensional. I like to say we're very modern women and we kind of juggle it all, right? We do. We do. Okay. So I'll go first. So I'm a senior digital producer here at Access Hollywood. My day-to-day varies. So I basically write, report, produce, and edit all my own content. And that content varies. So some days I'm focusing on hard news and the next day I'm interviewing someone and putting together that interview to be posted across Access Hollywood's digital platforms. But when I first started here at Access Hollywood as a freelancer, I was a freelance associate producer, I really noticed that reality TV just wasn't getting the love and attention it deserved. So I took that as an opportunity to make opportunities for myself. So I've covered The Bachelor, all the franchises, all the Bravo franchises. I just started, Emily, a recap with my grandma. And it is so cute. Recap The Golden Bachelor every week. Just, I need to plug that because it's so fun and she's so silly. So it was a no-brainer for me when I wanted to dive deep into the housewife world because I had been watching Housewives and Bravo since I was a fourth grader, um, which honestly, mom, probably too young (laughs) for it, (laughs) gonna be honest. But I am glad, obviously, because I feel like my life has been leading up to this moment. I've been a Bravo-holic for so many years. I don't know how old I was as a fourth grader. I don't know how old you are either, but so I'm 20, I I'm like 20 years. I've been a Bravo holic since 20 years. Yeah. You're a third generation too. Your grandma and your mom like Bravo. So that's very like 
Very cool. No one in my family is. <laughs> you just join our family. So one day, maybe I'll be a housewife. I think I'm working my way up to that. But I just, I don't know if I'll ever be rich enough. <laughs> You're definitely going to be rich enough. You, she's engaged people. She's engaged to a very hot, hunky nerd. Steven, poor Steven. He shout is out to a Steven. hot, hunky nerd. But, you know, he's going to be so embarrassed by this shout out. But shout out to Steven. He's going to listen. He supports us. So find a find a man, ladies, that will watch The Housewives with you. His favorite's Jersey. So, oh, a yeah. man after my own heart. I love it. <laughs> Okay, well, shout out to Steven. He's going to be so embarrassed when he hears this. But Emily, we have to get back on track. We're known to just kind of wander off. I feel like you have to tell everyone what you do. I I would consider myself your work wife, right? But I can't even wife. get a hold of you some days because you are so booked and busy. You know what? I am booked and busy, but you are my priority. So I do... I- if you can't get a hold of me, that's that's not good. But basically, I started Access six years ago. I never thought that I would be on air. Um, but here we are. I'm now, um, I book and I produce, but I do a ton of on-air work at Access. I interview celebs. kind of like the New York Access girl. I also travel a lot for the show. I do a lot of the set visits and the country uh, carpets. I love country music. And of course, this is sort of, I feel like this is like my fun. This is the thing I get to do that doesn't require require as much research and focus and well it's because we're fans that's what's so fun about it because oh we probably should tell them how we started to begin with you're in new york i'm in la we really didn't know each other because you know two different offices and i think we were talking about housewives one day and it was in the middle of the pandemic and both of us were like wait we can do something about this. We're watching the shows anyways, and we're talking about it anyways. Why don't we do something about it? It also kind of felt like no one at Access was as passionate as us about Bravo. There is Brogan. Brogan. <laughs> I don't want Brogan to get mad at us. And Mackenzie, they are fans as well. Yes. Shout out to them. We'll have them on sometime. We were so passionate and excited about it. We would just honestly, like Lauren said, we didn't really know each other well, but we would talk about Bravo together. And then this idea came about, and here we are. Who knew? Hard work pays off. Hard work does pay off. So let's get into it. I'm so excited for our first guest. I can't believe we secured her. I mean, I can't believe because she does love us, but (laughs) she's amazing. And it's only fitting that we have her as our first guest because she is the ultimate first housewife. She's the OG. She is the OG of the OC, okay? And she talked to us straight from her Kodo insurance office. So we really couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, that is, it was really a wet dream for us, not gonna lie. It was so amazing. And we talked to her for over 30 minutes. We got all the deets on her life. And if you haven't guessed it already, please welcome the OG of the OC, the lifetime achievement winner, the whoop it up Trace Amigos queen, Vicky G. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, ladies. You guys are still kicking it, right? We're still kicking it. And we're whooping it up every chance we get. Absolutely. Don't let me down. (laughs) We won't. And also, I got to say, you didn't let us down this season because you made your return. How was coming back to the show? You know what? um, Tamara and Shannon both had asked me to come back on a little bit. I'm like, you know, I feel like... like a has been. I don't want to come on and be like just a toe in there. If I'm going to come on, I want to come on full full time. Um, so I decided to do it. 
it was a little bit uncomfortable because I didn't know what was going on the whole season. So I couldn't jump into, oh, I'm on her side, his side. And as I've gotten older, I really don't have the energy to fight, but that's what this show is kind of demised from. You have to stand up for yourself and do all that. So it was hard for me. I did my best. Um, uh, Y'all probably saw Cancun. I literally had to walk away from the table because it got so uncomfortable and I don't like that in real life and even on filming. I just can't, I don't have the stomach for it and I don't want to be around it. So to me, negative energy in is negative energy out and I just, I don't like it. So I removed myself from it and I was glad I did. Do you feel like Vicky stepping away from the show, you found like a new kind of version of yourself? Because I feel like old Vicky would have been in and like see that the table probably taking a shot and probably you know that's a good question because i didn't know why everybody was so mad at heather so i couldn't jump on the bandwagon and i like heather so for me it was like why would i side with this person or that person i don't know what happened so i will stand up for myself again if something is coming at me that is not truth but i can't defend somebody when i don't know where it's coming from so that that was the hard part for me is hindsight I won't be a toe in. It's all in or nothing. It just, it it wasn't right. It was something that right. created, now I'm coming in like a has-been old lady. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not doing that. You're not a has-been old We're lady. We're not, yeah. You're A, you not know, a has-been. I know, but it was like, why am I not on full time? And so you, now you want to use me for, you know, you know, things, but it, it wasn't, it just was uncomfortable because I, I wanted to be all in and I've always been all in with everything I do. And that was the hard part for me is why am I doing this? We both like think you are so entertaining and yes. we both want you back. We I think you, you coming back was one of the most entertaining episodes of the whole season. Oh, funny. A it was funny when I surprised the girls. They had no idea. I actually talked to them like the day before. They're like, come to Cancun. I'm like, I'm working. And I'm, no, I'm not going to Cancun. And then at the very last minute, um, I was able to say, okay, I'll go for a few days, you know. So they'd already been there. And that's what I thought. I'll just surprise them. It was so yeah. good. You like, yeah. the door opens and it's Vicky and it's so good. Yeah. Vicky, okay. So a lot of fans, just like Emily and I were saying, we loved having you back. We would love also for you to be back full time. If that was, if you were given that opportunity, like, would you go back full time or was this season too hard <laughs> for you? No, it wasn't hard at all. This season was easy. Look at this, but I mean, I, I went in and I went out. I was not involved in any of the chaos. Um, and like all the girls on the show, um, I know they're interviewing now for new girls because I was over at the Coda Club the other night and this girl's like, I think I'm going to be chosen. I said, for what? And she's like, I think I'm going to get out of the housewives. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. And her husband's like, I don't want, we have a normal life. I'm like, probably won't get chosen. <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, uh, they're always interviewing for new, fresh faces. And that's the hard part, you know, for me, who still has a life ahead of me. There's a lot that's gone on this last year in my life that the viewers haven't been able to see. So I do it through my social media as best as I can. But there's still a lot of me left. And I'm not done yet. You know, my daughter lives out in Oklahoma. She has four kids now. She's got, you know, five sheep and 18 chickens and, you know, she's got an incredible oh life. I'm going to go out there next month and it'd be cool for the viewers to see her life now and Michael right. South San Diego. And it's like life has evolved in these last few years since I've been out full time. And um, it's a cool life. Like we're cool people. We're good people, you know? Right. So 
Um, and we do have drama, we do have chaos, but I, I, I would have to be on my terms. That means financially too. It's the right price, baby. No, I'm not going to go back down. Well, I'm not going to go back down. I mean, I left at a certain number. Either you bring that number back or what's right. the point? I, I'll just keep doing what I do here. Right. I, like I don't need them as much as they need me. There, there has to be a voice of reason and a strong, successful businesswoman that still can have fun and still can whoop it up. And we got this Trace Amiga show. We're going strong. We sold out on the 16th of November. Now they opened up the 15th. Uh, we're going to tweak some of the words a little bit, but all in all, you know, we're, we're having fun, the girls and I, and it's, it's good. And I would love for the viewers to see our show. And, you know, we've got merchandise and we've got the song and dance and neither one of us know how to sing or dance. And it's like a Lucy and Ethel show. It's hysterical. So I did. Wait, I'm obsessed with the movement too. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the rust forward, Vicky. I know. It's like, she's, where did we come up with this shit? I'm like, my son's like, really, mom? I'm like, I know, Michael, just, just, just go with it. Just, you know, most of the time my kids are like, just really, mom? It's like, what are you doing now? You know, like just, I'm having fun in life. You know, I'm having fun. Now, would your boyfriend, because I know you have said in the past that, you know, he's more of a private person. So if you did come back to the show full time, I know a lot of fans would want to know more about yeah. your relationship with him. Would he be open to that? I don't know. So okay. there's no, you know, it, when he first started dating me, it's like a, every guy that's ever been on has been crucified. I'm like, you're right. Pretty much they have. So he has no desire to be crucified. I mean, it's not his show. It's my show. I, I don't even know. I haven't had the conversation with him yet because I don't. I mean, he supports me and went to BravoCon with me last year. Or this year, he's going to BravoCon. Last year, he didn't. Ooh, we're going to get to meet him. Is this the Texas guy or is this someone else? Wait, yeah, this is the Texas guy, right? You're still with him. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, he okay. sounds cool. It'll be two years in January. We're zero drama. We love each other immensely. Um, and he just moved into Kodo. So he moved into my house. And we are looking at what are we going to do now? I mean, he was not, you know, people that live in Newport don't like to go over the bridge. They think like we're going into another state. And like, it's only 25 minutes away. It's good. But he met some really cool men at the club and he's golfing and playing cards at night. So he's he's getting into the country club lifestyle, which he's always been in. But yeah. um he was living in Texas, and so he lost some connections with some of his guys, and he's got some new friends, and it's easy. We're a really cool couple because we have fun together, and he loves me immensely, and I just keep saying, don't lie to me, don't cheat on me, you know, don't hurt me. So he's like, I got the message. <laughs> you know, like, the last ones thought they got the message, but they didn't. Hey, so, Vicky, third time's the charm, right? Right, right. I just am not a flipper of men. I stay, I stay, I just stay. Um, so with Don and I, unfortunately, I did leave him. Um, and that was a lot of, a lot of maybe a bad choice at the time, but I was in it and we weren't, we weren't, we weren't having fun together anymore. And it was too much conflict. So for me, I'm like, I'm out. But the last two, Brooks and, and Steve, I really was committed to them and I didn't want to, have a new boyfriend. I don't want to show my grandchildren somebody new. I wanted to be that woman that went through the tough times together. And, you know, so I, um, Michael has the same, same viewpoint. He has, he's got a very good, strong, his daughter works for me now. Oh, wow. Oh, that's wow. Cool. Um, yeah, I brought her in as an operations specialist. And so she got licensed and she's really doing well. So really proud of her. She's 29. And, um, 
it's kind of nice to have, you know, somebody that I could trust, you know, in the business also. Do you guys? I love to see this. Yeah, I love to see that too. Have you guys talked about like getting married? Is that yeah, a- we have, and then we, and then also it's like, do we need to be married to be committed? Mm. You know, I always feel like, you know, the ring helps, you know, but it didn't help with Steve. He was cheating on me while I had a ring on, so you know that that really right, doesn't matter. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, we would always do. I'm a prenup, post nup, 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 girl. He's got his <laughs> not my money, and I don't feel like we'd have to ever commingle because he's good. He's financially very secure. Um, so I wouldn't get married for any money reasons. I would get married for the commitment. You know, mm. it's much harder to break up when you're married than it is when you're just dating, right? Right. We need oh. Vicky's love tank to be full. We need it to That's be That's what full. we need. I love my love tank filled. We love a filled love tank. Because it's happy, and the happy's good. So when Vicky's happy, everybody's happy. When Vicky's miserable, everybody's miserable. So. <laughs> well, we love to see it's you happy. We love to see you happy. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So anyway, going back to the Trace Amigas, I feel like you guys have really hit your stride. You have the Instagram page, you have the live shows. And now Shannon obviously has had this incident with the DUI. So how is she doing? Have you been in touch with her? Yeah, I've been in touch with her every day. We just got, got off the phone. Um, she's doing good. She's taking ownership of it. She's um, getting some help treatment. She is one incredible woman. She's taking ownership of this. The ironic thing is Shannon doesn't and hasn't drive, drunk, drink, drive. She is an Uber girl. She spends a ton of money a month, but that night it was an unfortunate situation. She had been out with some friends and she might've had one too many and then went to go try to find her phone. She thought she left it at the restaurant. So she got in her car because she couldn't call an Uber to find her phone because she didn't have her phone. So it was a, just a very unfortunate, quick, wrong decision and she's owning it. She's going to take full responsibility. She's already made restitution with the little garden uh, wall that she hit. And, you know, she's, um, I'm so proud of her. I mean, I've hugged her and loved on her. And I said, you know what? Accidents happen. This is an accident. You take ownership of this. You get in front of it. And she's she's doing all of that. Not just because of me. She knew she had to do that. Yeah. Uh, she's a public figure. And um, I'm just so super proud of her. I mean, she is totally saying, I messed up, you know. Mm. Give me what I need to do to make restitution and I'll do it. Which is so important, and that's important for the fans to see, too, because I know a lot of fans are kind of pointing fingers at maybe John. Like, is John not a good influence on her? Or it's they not John's up? responsibility if she drinks too much. It's her responsibility. And so right. I do not point fingers at anybody but Shannon. Shannon is responsible for what she puts in her body. It's just an unfortunate situation. So a lot of people want to blame John, blame her. You can blame everybody. You can blame the planner that it was in the wrong place. At the end of the day, Shannon drank, she got in the car and she drove. She knows that was the wrong thing to do. So now we have to rally behind her, 
own it. Trace Amigas are the most loyal group. <laughs> we love on each other. And you know what? We have to tweak some of the songs a little bit. We're going we're gonna to incorporate what just happened to Shannon, but it's going to be okay because people drink, people can have fun. You just don't get behind the wheel ever. Right, exactly. Oh, and it's that. a good, like, 100%. So, so Vicky, are we going to see a Trace Amiga show in Vegas? Or is well, that too soon? Everywhere. Oh, Ooh. worldwide. So we've got uh, Dallas, Miami, um, let's see, Chicago, uh, Vegas. We actually were going to do a show uh, during BravoCon and it just didn't work out. So we'll hide be back in Vegas. Um, but, you know, it's going to be fun. We, we got it. We got um, a new, we're going to do a holiday show. We're going to dress like little elves. So it's going to be fun. You know, my brother, Billy, those of you who love seeing everybody loves Billy. He's going to be selling at the BravoCon booth. I'm so excited about that. He's going to be selling the Trace Amigas merchandise. So that's exciting. Um, and a lot of the girls love Billy. So he's he's excited. He's going to be taking pictures with everybody. So it's good. I remember Billy. He's very sweet. He very is funny. very, very he's so sweet. funny. He's the funniest person. Well, we'll Emily and I will make sure we go to the booth and we'll, say hello we will to absolutely Billy. Billy at the booth. But uh, wait, speaking of BravoCon, we found out just last week or a week ago that you are going to get a very big honor. I know. I start crying. You know, when Andy started saying that, I don't know if you guys looked at watch what happens live that night. In November, we're going to announce da 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 So I'm like, okay, cool. Then all of a sudden, they said, so we chose you. And I'm like, I thought you were announcing it in November. So I was all confused. I'm like, what did I win? And my son's like, Wifetime Achievement Award. Mom, that's not even an award. I'm like, I think it is. I think it's a it real is. thing. It is. <laughs> so. The Wifetime Achievement Award going to Vicky G. I couldn't think of anything more deserving oh, at BravoCon. I'm excited, but I got to prepare my speech. I have my dress. Ooh. I have a long lavender sequin dress I'm going to wear. But Ooh. I'm excited about it. You know, it's... um. Andy and I have always had a really special relationship because when we started, he was a kid. I was an uh, older kid. And it's like through this through these years, um, he's just gone and become so successful. And I'm so proud of him. So for him to acknowledge me as that, I'm just so grateful. So thankful and grateful. This is reminding me of that scene um, for your birthday where you had a red dress on and you walk out and you're like, hello, it's my birthday. Oh, he was noticing. I was like, come on, like, on, we're all going to be cheering. That is not going to be the case. I know. Hello. 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 So, I'm excited. So that's going to happen. I think I know watch what live, watch what happens live special, which means none of my family can be there for it, but hopefully they'll pipe in some live TV and they can watch it. So that's that's cool for me. Do you know what your key things you're going to say in this speech? Like, have you started? Knowing you, I would imagine you have already started yeah. to write it down. Well, I'm a, I'm a very big note taker. Right. So when I'm driving or pausing in life and, you know, I don't watch TV very much. So I'll get my phone out and I'll write notes. Like, I want to go back in time when Scott Dunlap came over and said, you know, I want to film your real life. I'm like, it is so boring. I work and I work and I take care of the kids and I cook dinner. He's like, Okay, you understand this is not normal in Coda de Casa. Most of the women have chefs and they work out, they don't work, and they go to doctors and they get their Botox and they're working. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who has time for that? So he's like, okay, we have a show here. We're going to surround you with women that don't work. Gina Keogh did at the time, but the rest of the women didn't. And it became a show. So, and then when they added on of Orange County, I called Gina. I said, we're screwed. I think they're going to add another franchise. And she goes, no, 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 there's only one. There's an of Orange County. And I said, you watch. And so here enough, two years later, they did New York and then New Jersey and Miami. And 
Atlanta, all the different franchises. So I wouldn't be selling insurance today for a living nine hours a day. If I would have known that now, I would have franchised and made my little mark in there. I have an EP that I could get residuals on everything. So but I didn't know back then. You didn't know. Yeah. Anything. I mean, there was one reality show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I look back, would I do it again? Absolutely. It has been the highlight of my life. I mean, oh. just other than having my children and my grandchildren. But this has been a journey that, you know, we have tapes on for the rest of my life when I'm when I'm dead. You know, people are gonna right. be able to, hopefully I won't die soon. But you know, you just look at like I have a I have a whole litany of my life for the last 19 years. It's crazy. And life was different when I first started. You guys had like blackberries, I think. Like I don't I had the flip phone. Like the razor. I had a pager. <laughs> no, I had the flip phone. There was no texting. And by the way, I was the first insurance website when I was filming. And I remember Duff was working for me. He goes, There's this thing called the World Wide Web. I'm like, what the hell is that? And he goes, You gotta get a domain name. I'm like, what the hell is that? So <laughs> Duff and I were in my office going, Okay, go to GoDaddy. What's GoDaddy? And I'm I'm buying four insuranceservices.com, the number four. And he's like, Okay, we got it. I'm like, what do we get? He's like, it's gonna be a website. I'm like, what's a website? I mean, think about that. You guys think about that. There was no web. So when I showed that on the first season, all of a sudden we had all these hits of people wanting insurance from me. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Where are they? Where are they located? So you look at life back then and what it is now, what's it going to be like 20 years from now? Right. You know? So I just love being innovative, but I was the first insurance website at that time. It's crazy. First so. insurance website, first OG housewife. Which, Vicky, I so, do want to ask, looking back, because we do have all these tapes. It's all on Hulu. It's on Peacock. We can watch back anytime we want. Is there one specific moment that really stands out to you that's like, oh, my God, that was my by far my favorite moment filming Real Housewives of Orange County? Well, my kids are now 38 and 37. They were 18 and 17 when we started. When I look back on my best moments, it was being a mom, taking them to cheerleading, you know, sending mm-hmm. Michael off to college, surprising Michael. Like life was so different then. My whole life was revolved around my kids. Now I call them like, we can't talk right now. I'll call you back. I'm like, I'm your mother. Call me back right now. And I remember my mother saying that to me, like, you're too busy for me. But my daughter's busy. She's got a, you know, home-based business and she's got four kids and a beautiful family. And yeah. sometimes I can't get a hold of her and it makes me sad. But I remember it's the, it's the songs about, you know, growing older and having your, you know, the, what's the Trace Atkins when the plumber's there and all that. What's that song? You know, how I just interviewed him. I so fast. Yeah, he's right. so good. So incredible. So I, I look at that. Those are my best times when there was no drama, just being family. And I wanted to showcase to the world at that time, if this did go to the world, like what's it like to raise children under the spotlight and, you know, be a mother. Yeah. Being a, you know, a mother is my, my greatest joy. Um, It goes by fast, you guys. Life goes by fast. It really does. Pause on it for some time. I want to just enjoy every day as a, and it's a gift, you know? And so, that I think that's my favorite times is when yeah. we didn't have to create drama to create a good show. Right. You guys were just classically funny. Like there wasn't, you weren't the family <laughs> band. You were not trying. That oh. was, and I was like, why is Bravo here at 6 a.m. while we're going to LAX airport? You know, why are they filming this? This is not a big deal. We're just getting everybody up. We're putting all the suitcases in the little limo and we're 
taking off. That's one of the best and moments. Man showed best up. moments. Have- calm down, calm down. I'm like, I am not calming down. I ordered a limo, stretch limo with mimosas and bagels and what? It's a blue family van. Nothing against family vans. Uh, not just what I ordered. <laughs> Two and a half week cruise, six people, and they sent okay. a family van. I know. I brought Michael Brand got to bring a friend. I wasn't that a good mom. All of yeah. us, I, I did that all by my little insurance salary. And um, we went to Rome and Italy and France and all those places. But those moments are classic. I love them that people are also like noticing it, like new generations are reliving it on TikTok now. Like they're, you know, as much as they want you on the show, this is why you remain the OG. Like I don't do TikTok because I can't, I can't keep up with everything. Okay, well, you're all over TikTok. Just, I can't keep up with everything. Yeah. Well, you're on it. Look back on your time. You've had so many joyous, hilarious moments, also heartfelt and like more intimate that you've shared with us. But do you, what is, what is your biggest regret? I think when I look back on some of the moments with Brooks, you know, I love that man. I brought him from Mississippi to California. I was all in. He treated me like gold. I mean, he was just such a Southern gentleman. My regret is ever introducing him to the cast and Mm. they were horribly vindictive. I mean, whether he had cancer, didn't have cancer, people wanted to say I was in on a scam. Well, scammers win something. What did I win? Nobody can answer that question. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. You know, I didn't benefit at all. I lost my integrity, almost my insurance business. I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars on him because I was supporting him. So that was a horrible time in my life that really almost lost my practice. I had to go up to Sacramento and meet with the Department of Insurance and say, here's the text messages from him saying, I have cancer, leave me alone. Um, So I just supported a man I loved as anybody would, right? So that was a bad, bad time in my life. And, you know, everybody knows I left my husband for him. And um, we had been you know, having marriage problems and we were semi-separated. But when I met Brooks, I was like, oh my God, he is the man I've been searching for my whole life. And it ended up being the worst decision of my life. Um, so that's that's the worst time of my life. That snapshot of, you know, four and a half years being with him, the first year, year and a half were cool. Um, and then it just slipped your slope down. And I never talked to him since. I had no idea what he's doing. I know he got married right away. But you got married? I did not realize right that. Away. And oh. Steve got married right away, too. Which we knew that. That was after we broke up the yesterday to marry him. It was like, what? I guess still got my ring on. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that was so, so that, was, that was gross. That was gross. was so gross. And he went through all my, this is the grossest part of him. He went through all my Instagram followers and asked people to follow him. So if anybody out there is following me, Steve Lodge, you have to disfollow him. Um, you got to block him. Ask them to follow him and now his followers are growing up and he set, puts himself as a public figure of what what is he a public figure of dating Venus like literally nothing. no one cares about it's Steve a classic narcissist so he got mm-hmm. married she's gonna learn the hard way i mean she's the fifth one so let her enjoy her 
14 seconds of fame with him. She thinks he's rich and famous. He's neither one. He's not. Yeah. No, so you're rich and famous. Yeah, Vicky, <laughs> you're the one that's rich and famous, not Steve. <laughs> well, he's a public figure up. Somebody <laughs> tell me. Loser. Loser. That is, that's hurtful. Brooks was hurtful. Those are tough times when, on filming the show. You know, mm. we had an engagement party on the show. It's like, what in the, when Tamara ended up in the bushes, remember that? Oh yeah. my God. So funny. That part so was good. In the bushes, my party. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic Tamara. Wait, before so we fun. let you go, I do want to ask you because you just brought up Instagram and I just interviewed Emily Simpson the other day and she told me that you still have her blocked. Right. We tried to unblock each other when we were in Cancun. We couldn't figure it out. But you're, she's still blocked. No, I can't. we went to the block. She was not on there. Her and I tried together. I'm going to try to get some person that knows it better than me because I we we tried to search each other. I couldn't do it. I I love Emily. I have no, no reason to block her. Okay, I at BravoCon, Vicky, Emily, and I, this Emily, we'll figure it out. We'll take your Thank phone. You. We'll make sure you guys are not blocking each we're other. We're <laughs> to get in there. We're the detectives. I, like I have no reason to block her. Okay, no, well, then that's There's good. no conflict there. Listen, I want zero conflict. You want, oh, you're I'm over the drama. Yeah. And Tamara's like, well, that's not good TV. I'm like, it kind of is. Everybody's Tamara's always, in there this Tamara season. is, she is oh in there. She is stirring the pot. God but I loved her. it. She came, in, she came in with fire. So the Amigas are on fire. So I know. I know. So it's fun. So anybody listening, you have to watch our Instagram when we're going to be out there. And it's, we'll be there. So people that have gone to the show have emailed me or said afterwards, it is one of the funniest shows ever because we don't know how to sing and dance. And still, I got a choreographer trying to teach me the box step, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do it. I mean, I try. <laughs> yeah, Shannon's the best. I'm probably the second, and Tamara and I are probably second and third. We just don't know how to do it, but we're we're learning. Funny. We hired a choreographer to help us. Is I'm a cheerleading in high school. I never danced, so you know, <laughs> it's funny. It's good though. It's good fun. Everybody needs to learn to like let loose, have fun, and just. Stop taking everything so serious in life. And what most importantly do we need to do? We just need to keep whooping it up. Whooping it up. Yeah. In a controlled manner. Always in a controlled manner. <laughs> keep it controlled, ladies. And never hurt yeah. anybody. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's all good. Everybody just keep doing the right thing and having fun. Surround yourself with good people and it's all good. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. We love you, Vicky. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us on our first podcast episode. episode. I, know. I have to go see Patty Stanger now. Okay. Oh, go you're so Patty. busy. Booked and busy. Okay. Client <laughs> files. Loop it up. If they want to help me with all my client files, I'm bringing them in the car. Working. Working, 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 working. <laughs> whoop uh-huh. it up, Vicky. Give us a whoop it up. Come on. Okay. See you guys. Oh, whoop it up. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Okay. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye, Vicky. Okay. Bye. Thanks for having me on. Emily, I had to mute myself several times because I was trying not to laugh during that whole time. I just love Vicky so much. She is so funny. And I mean, could we ask for anything better having her in her code of insurance office? I don't know. I think Vicky needs to get the orange. Two out of three Trace Amigas have an orange, Lauren. When is she going to get it? Don't put baby in the corner, okay? (laughs) And Vicky is in the corner right now. Our girl deserves full time. Emily, BravoCon is a couple weeks away. Okay, let's like make up a plan where we hunt down Andy and we tell him our feelings. I don't know if he'll listen, but if he's a smart guy, which we know he is, 
He'll listen to us. He's always calling us for advice, so that would make sense. Anyway, you guys, next week we have such great guests for you. We have two folks from Vanderpump joining us, Ooh. and we're going to get some tea. We're very excited. So much tea. They're not housewives, but honestly, they could be housewives. So we're so excited about that. But until then, you guys, please like and subscribe. Give us those reviews. This is our first episode. So I am out here begging for you guys to do that and listen to us wherever you get your podcast from. Follow us on Instagram. I'm at Emily Orozco. I rolled the R because I'm Colombian. <laughs> TV, O-R-O-Z-C-O. And follow Lauren. I just plain Lauren Herbert underscore. I thought it was Lauren A. Herbert for the longest time, but no, it's just Lauren Herbert. Yeah, you didn't know your handle. And yep. please comment. We like to hear from you. Only nice comments, though. We'll delete me once. <laughs> no, we won't delete them. We'll just cry and spiral. So just actually, I'm not giving them that power. We won't. I don't know how to delete them. So I don't know why I said that. I'd have to call you. <laughs> yeah, no, just comment your true feelings and let us know what you want to hear from like and oh. No, I can't say their name. Are you serious? <laughs> she just named the guest next week. Bleep it out. Just bleep it out. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer and associate producer Matt Izzo with original music by Chris Keyes. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again because who doesn't love a nightcap? <laughs> 